0: Yeah, there are good pumps out there. And I'll be the first to tell you what's good and what's bad. But when everybody loves the same thing and everybody is sharing how they just put it in their bra and when they pull it out of their bra, there's milk and there's no backstory to it. Then I have a question for you. Like what stimulated that letdown? What were you doing? What's your main removal of milk? What's the method that we're using? Like, What is maintaining your supply? And when you leave out all of these variables, that's when you should start questioning the ethics of this company. Hey mama, welcome to Tired Moms Club with Be My Breast Friend. My name is Kristen. I am the creator of Be My Breast Friend on Instagram and BeMyBreastFriend.com. I am a mama with a four, third time exclusive pumper and CLC. Join me for the duration of your pump session, whether you're sitting in a dark room during your middle of the night pump, at work, traveling, or keeping baby occupied while you prep the next bottle. We are going to talk about all things like patient and more hang out with me while I share more insight behind some of my favorite pump reviews and breastfeeding products. You'll also be guests. I have made friends with some of the coolest people around. We will touch on lactation education to maternal nutrition, starting your little one on solids, and sometimes just some freestyle chit chat with my breasties. So sit back, relax, use some of that fancy hammer to trigger a letdown and turn me up. Let's get started. You guys already know how much I love breast pumps. I mean, that's kind of why I'm here. (laughs) So this topic is a little bit of a fire under my butt, something that's been kind of irritating me this last two weeks or so, I would say, ever since I saw the launch of a new passive milk collector, Uh, because I've been getting a lot of messages about it, asking about, you know, how to use it or, hey, what are your thoughts on this? And, you know, just to specify, like dive in a little bit more on the passive collection option. So getting into this, so I just sat down, I turned my computer on and I'm like, let's just, you know, I'm thinking to myself, we're just going to, fly you know by the seam of my pants and let's see how this goes so um, number one first and foremost many of you rely on the pumps to establish and maintain your breast milk production. And when I start seeing uh, these new companies that every day is a new pump, let's just be honest here. It's very frustrating. And it's frustrating for me too, to keep up with, because a lot of them are the same pump with different names on them. Um, And then you've got what I like to call false advertising, even though I understand that a silicone pump without any kind of handles or mechanisms attached to it, such as a motor, um, is still considered a breast pump because it's still removing milk. But when you have got companies advertising it as a mobile option to use on the go as a breast pump, like that is where the puck stops. That bothers me so much because It's all about using an effective form of removal. Yeah, number one, like if you're nursing baby at the breast, then these passive collection devices could be right up your alley. You could very well be benefiting from them and you shouldn't have any kind of complications or any hindering of your milk supply because you've got your active removal system. Your baby is who's driving and maintaining your breast milk supply. But when you start speaking from an exclusive pumper's point of view, someone who is solely reliant on another mechanism other than their baby to keep their milk supply flowing, then we have to look at what we're using. We want to use a pump that is um, uh, essential, effective, something that is reliable, that we respond well to, that stimulates and hopefully triggers multiple letdowns in one sitting session And something we're using probably every three to four hours a day, let's be honest. When you start pumping in the beginning, you could be pumping like every two and a half to three hours. Um, That's a whole other conversation. I definitely have my thoughts on that as an exclusive pumper. But um, that are, those are the guidelines. That's what we're doing. But as you move forward and you're like getting regulated and established and comfortable in your supply and you know your volume that you're anticipating, then we could easily be bumping to like every three, four, four and a half hour sessions, you know, at a time. So, which is all great. But we have to look at what device we're using to maintain and demand the supply and when you've got again companies saying like oh here is our passive collection and it doesn't they don't even say that they don't even give you that benefit because they're just calling it a mobile pump and I've been pumping for now six years. I'm currently not at the moment pumping because I am 20 weeks pregnant, I think as of tomorrow, actually. And um I dried up right away. So pumping kind of went, you know, kind of just like fell off for me. But I'll be back at it sh- soon enough. And With that, I have so much knowledge in this last six years of using pumps. I've used ungodly amounts of pumps. I own way too many pumps and I loan a lot of them out too because I want to make sure that my friends and my family are off to the best start. So this all said when you start pumping you don't know terminology you may not understand what makes and demands and you know keeps your milk supply flowing so when you have these predatory advertisements which That is exactly what they are. Um, I know they wouldn't like to hear that because they're just selling a breast pump. They're in the breast pump market and they're made by moms for moms. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you're looking to make a dollar, which I don't fault you for. That's why people are in business. But when it is beginning to hinder or put someone's milk supply off, from a bad start, like right out of the gate, then that's when I got to jump in and I just have to voice my opinion because I hate seeing that. And I've said it before, even like mobile pumps. I love mobile pumps. I use them all the time when I do pump and no matter how much i love a pump i will still never you'll never see me using it from day one you'll never see me encourage you to use it as a primary and i even as much as a, as much as i love a pump i do wish that it had big red writing on it that said caution use with caution prior to 8 to 12 weeks postpartum because those first few weeks of our early postpartum will Truly, make or break your supply. Um, Yes, you could get off to a bad start and work really, really hard to get it back. That is a possibility, but like I said, keywords really, really hard. So it's not impossible, but it's not the best situation. So we want to make sure, as an exclusive pumper or someone who intends to nurse baby, like that is your goal. And I've been there too Um, with my first singleton. I wanted to nurse her during the middle of the night. So I kept her familiar with the breast, but I had to keep my production up with a mechanical pump. So I would pump like an exclusive pumper and then I would slap her on the boob in the middle of the night. Eventually we found our way and I was able to maintain both methods of milk removal. But if you're like, I, you know, I just, my goal is to breastfeed my baby at the boob and that's what we're working on. It's just not working for us. We're working with an IBCLC, someone from lactation that is really helping with um, establishing um, a latch and the whole the whole kit and caboodle, right? While you're working with someone, you still need to be removing milk to maintain that supply to number one, bring it in, maintain it, and just continue to produce milk. You're not going to do it naturally like on your own. Your body is going to get those signals saying, okay, well, I guess we don't need it. Let's back down. That is essentially weaning, right? So you want to make sure that you're always removing milk effectively. So even if your goal is to put baby to the boob eventually, you still have to work to keep that supply driving while you work at putting baby to the breast. So that all said, we got to get off to the best start and we got to have something that we're relying on that is effective. And when you start having all of these companies coming out from left field that have clearly a lot of money and i'm not going to name anybody right now because it's just that's not what this episode is geared to do i'm not trying to like run anybody through the mud but um when you start seeing these passive milk collectors coming out advertised as on-the-go milk removal that's when you just have to take a step back and hopefully. You know, hopefully, hopefully the red flags go off because when you start seeing celebrities and like larger influencer quote unquote people that are advertising these things and everyone has the best thing to say about it. That, for me, is the biggest red flag. And I think that's also a big reason why a lot of people dislike me because I don't blow sunshine up everybody's butt. Yeah, there are good pumps out there and I'll be the first to tell you what's good and what's bad. But when everybody loves the same thing and everybody is sharing how they just put it in their bra and when they pull it out of their bra, there is milk and there's no backstory to it, then I have a question for you. This episode is sponsored by Davin and Ellie Nursing and Pumping Bras. Davin and Ellie is a female-owned company by a breastfeeding mom and professional bra designer. Amanda designs size-inclusive and functional bralettes to fit modern breast pumps. Her styles not only make breastfeeding easier, they also help moms look and feel good postpartum. Davin and Ellie is most known for the Amelia Pumping and Nursing Cami, an incredible pumping bra that you can wear all day or for several days since we all know how mom life is. You easily lift up the top layer, insert your flanges into the overlapped pumping slips, and then you pull down the top layer to add compression against your flanges. It's nursing friendly with easy one-handed strap sliders. This is a complete game changer for moms and an absolute must-have for pumping. You won't want to take it off. Trust me. You can check out her entire collection for combo nursing and pumping bralettes at Davin and use code BREASTFRIENDS10 to save 10% on your purchase. Like, what? stimulated that letdown. What were you doing? What's your main removal of milk? What's the method that we're using? Like what is maintaining your supply? And when you leave out all of these variables, then that's when it's just that's when you should start questioning the ethics of this company, of these companies, whoever they might be, like Willow, Elvie, um, and there's some name drops, like whatever, but like just companies. I mean, I love Mom Cozies. I love Mom Cozies I'm five, but I mean, I'm sure they're guilty of it too. You see moms like, a, you know, with these great milk supplies and these breast pumps that are quote unquote working so well, but there's got to be a backstory to these. And when you've got moms that are like doing yoga or running a marathon with a breast pump in their bra, then that should also be a red flag because that 's just absurd, um, but you just have to look into their advertising and hopefully, like their ethics kind of stand out and For me, this one particular company who is um, advertising this pass this like milk removal on the go um, they they say it I believe in their bio, I believe it might say passive milk collection, but that 's like the only place that they put this keyword, which is absolutely. Um, essential to understanding how this silicone pump works. So, when you put a silicone pump, which is, a silicone pump is not going to be the same as like a silicone cup attached to an external motor, when you have something that is just literally a piece of silicone, it looks like a ladybug, a haka. Um, I mean, there's a couple different variations of all these, right? Like you're, you've got LV curve, um, NCVI. and I see whatever that um milk collector the the boon true like all of those for the most part you put them in your bra your bra and there's two ways to use many of these you can apply suction which applies suction to the nipple um to the breast I should say not specifically the nipple but it's up, up applies suction within your breast, in your bra, and then it helps draw out the letdown that is currently stimulated. Um, There are some women out there who can put them in their bra, and then I have a friend that used to put in her bra, she would use two hakas, and she'd drive to work and drive home from work, and that's how she would relieve the milk that she wasn't able to remove during her work hours because she was a nursing mom at home. So for some, these work, but They work to a degree. Like my friend was not emptying her breasts when she was driving to and from work with silicone collectors. She was simply removing like the excess amount of milk that would come out more voluntarily with the suction of a milk collector. So there are different ways to use this. Um, there's definitely a couple of things to be aware of too. You don't want to use these in a situation where you have an oversupply because it very well can help increase that milk supply. So for some, that might be something they want, but um, but it's something to be aware of. Like It's not active stimulation on the breast, but because of the milk removal is actively happening, there is that bit of stimulation on the nipple. It can trigger more milk to be produced. Or there's other ways of using these things where you're nursing baby on one breast or maybe you're parallel, so parallel pumping would be breast, putting baby on the boob, feeding at the breast and the other breast could have a mechanical pump or it would be a silicone pump. So you can use it with suction, which will draw out the letdown, or you can place it in your bra and as you naturally have a letdown and baby is stimulating that letdown, the other milk rather than catching it in um, like a milk, like a pad or like a throwaway, something like that, or just soaking your shirt, you can collect that milk and absolutely feed it for later or like use every every ounce that comes out, every drop that comes out, you can collect that over, you know, the day or two period and make a bottle out of it or whatever for storage later on. So the moral of the story is we're not using passive sil- passive silicone cups or whether it looks like a cup or it looks like a quote-unquote haka design, so it's like something hanging off your breast. These are not going to be used as a primary s- removal system to be depended on. If, as an exclusive pumper, I bought those quote-unquote Um, you know, keep moving with our mobile pumps, like, and I don't want to get too specific on this design, but if I bought them in the mindset that I'm an exclusive pumper, I'm a first-time mom, these are, I suppose, you can call them relatively inexpensive pumps when compared to a Spectra, Motif, Pumpables, Opera Plus. When you're looking at mechanical double pumps, for a couple hundred dollars a pop, and then you see something advertised as, you know, be on the move with our mobile pumps, and you're looking at a forty nine dollars you charge, you're like, well, easy, like, no brainer, I'm gonna buy the $50 two pumps, why would I buy that, or why would I buy the more expensive ones when I can have the same effective removal with this pump that has great advertising, great photography, Great reach, like they know what they're doing, and that I mean, you can't fault them for that. I mean, they they definitely have, um, all, they have friends in all the right places. There's no doubt. Um, but that's the problem with advertising, and that's how we start out start off at um how we start off uh, with at a disadvantage. So, if I bought these, thinking, okay, I'm just going to get started with my exclusive pumping journal, journey with these said. Passive collectors, not knowing that they're passive collectors, but they're pumps because that's how they're advertised. Um, I would be in—I would be in a lot of trouble because if I put these passive collectors in my bra every three hours, I would be—I would be so. I would be so discouraged. Where's all my milk? Why, is my, why do my breasts still feel hard? Why do I feel like I'm not emptying well? What am I doing wrong? And then you might come to me for a consult and then I would ask, well, let's talk about the breast pump you're using. Oh, well, I found these um, these uh, cups that you know are supposed to be really great. They've got great reviews. A lot of people are using and sharing them. Okay, well, what's the name of these cups and what are you doing with them? And then that's when I would say, oh goodness, like we've got a lot of work to do because unfortunately we were not stimulating our letdowns. We were not actively removing milk to produce milk. And now we have to start from square one. And who's to blame? Not you. I absolutely love and respect a good product, but I love and respect it when it's advertised in the right way. And when you've got uh, passive uh, mobile, passive collection, whether again, that be like a Haka, silicone pump or a... Um, uh, Ladybug or, like, newer collection, passive collection collectors on the market, um, that's all fine and well. I like those. Boon Trove, like, great great units to have, but they have their application. And when shared improperly in the community, at, I mean, even if it's by, like, you know, your regular run-of-the-mill mom, like, on a Facebook group, like, hey, I bought these, I love them. That's great. And I'm not discrediting their... Uh, there's success with these pumps at all. Not one bit, but there's always more to the story. Okay, so I would step in and I would say, that's awesome. I'm so glad that these are working so well for you. Can you tell me a little bit more about your, your system? Like, what are you doing? What's your methods of removal? Are you solely feeding baby at breast? Is that like a separate letdown that we're getting like during parallel pumping? Are you an exclusive pumper looking to relieve some? Like, what's your primary pump in between? There's more to the story. There always is. Um, so that's another little tidbit I'll throw in here. When you get too deep into those Facebook groups or any group for that matter, and you start seeing abundant amount of milk shared or whatever the case might be, always know there's more to the story. So never get down on yourself. And if you have any questions about picking a breast pump or even a passive, a passive collector, like I think they're great. But again, I think they have their application. Just don't be sold on simply the company's advertising because they're advertising to sell. I'm always here to help. I'm always here to answer any questions. And I, I I love to help steer everyone in the right direction. And again, when I start seeing all these false advertising, like just, you know, spreading like wildfire through the internet, I can't help but talk about it. So I hope that this rant was helpful. I hope that um, it brought you a little bit of insight into the world of passive collectors. So again, we're using them to remove milk while we're activating a or stimulating a letdown on the other side. Typically speaking, you need stimulation from something, whether that be a pump or your baby suckle, you need to stimulate to let down. There are, again, there are some women who can throw in a passive collector in their bra and like collect milk to or from work or whatever the case might be. But at the end of the day, the answer will still remain, or the question, most importantly, will still remain, How? what is your, your primary source of removal? Because when we're using those passive collectors, we are not emptying the breast. We are not, not even, not always do you want to empty the breast, right? Babies don't, they're not machines. They're not constantly emptying the, the breast, but they are removing what they need. And when they remove what they need, we replace what they need. Thus, we regulate. When you only use passive collectors as a form of removal, we could very well be leaving too much milk back in the breast there by hindering our supply. And then there goes our supply. So I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you enjoyed this rant. And until next time, my friends, let's chat.